I'll call to order the uh, regular meeting of the Peace River Town Council for Monday, November 3rd, 2014. Uh, let the record show that uh, the meeting started at um, 5.47. And uh, so we have uh, uh, adoption of the agenda. Uh, there are a number of additions. Saddleback Phase 5 under New Business 8.10 and Citadel Bear Lines, Bear Lands um, as 8.1.11. Reports, under reports, there'll be 9.1.2 check registry to November 3rd, 2014. We have an in-camera item uh, legal fire services fire service report and I um, I think I requested personnel so um, we'll make that 13.1.4 uh, personnel and we'll leave it at that uh, any deletions or additions that other councillors would like to see or not see. Um, <clears throat> if I could then have a motion to accept the agenda as amended. Councillor Ford, did you make that motion? All in favor of Councillor Ford's motion to adopt the agenda as amended. <clears throat> that takes us to the minutes of the October 27, 2014 regular meeting of council. And uh, I'm assuming that councillors have reviewed it and uh, will be able to speak to any uh, inconsistencies or errors as they see. Uh, Councillor Sajak. Just a question for clarification on motion 1410-733. Uh, Councillor Burr moved to direct administration return council with an action plan for barrier-free access plan for the town make a decision at next week's regular meeting. Not sure what kind of decision we were supposed to make. It's just, I wasn't clear on what that was about. So was that just for administration to come back with an action plan to address the barrier free, free access issues or um, items that were brought up and how we were going to execute those. So, uh, so that should have read Councillor Burr moved to direct administration to return to council with an action plan for the barrier free access. Um, for barrier free access. And I guess the friendly amendment would be an budget implications of what that plan would look like, I presume. Yeah, well, this is already but, but a motion that was made in it's there. It's so. a little awkward, I agree, but... Uh, so I suppose the idea is we see the action plan now and then we uh, we approve it or... Some of those it. buildings are not town-owned, so we have no control over them other than to write a letter and ask them to do something. So there's really very little control we have over it. But would that then be part of the plan that 
would be brought forward that these ones we really can't do anything. Well, one of them is the post office, and from what I hear, the post office is in dire financial straits, so they may be in tax arrears pretty soon, and we'll be picking up that building. <laughs> but anyhow. The other thing I wonder, you know, the uh, registry's office, I mean, that's supposed to be, that's... Okay, we're, we're, we'll see that plan yeah. when we come up here. Okay. So the amendment to this should be that this probably was, so probably should have read Councillor Byrne moved to direct administration to return to council with an action plan for to implement the barrier free access period. Do you have that Ms. Larissa? Is that going to be an amendment to the past motion? I uh, no. yeah I suspect that will be uh, an, uh, an amendment. Yes I do. Thank you. So is that your going to be your motion to amend the, uh, the minutes just to reflect that? Sure. Okay. Do you know what your motion is? <laughs> <laughs> I just barely found it here, so. Yeah, please bring it back. Yeah. <coughs> oh, who moved this? Councillor Burr. Councillor Burr moved to amend motion number 1410733. I think it would be correct motion. I beg your pardon? It would be to correct motion. To correct, correct motion. My apologies. Thank you. To correct motion uh, 1410733 to direct administration to return to council with an action plan for the barrier-free access implementation. And any other uh, modifications that need to be made to the minutes? Are we voting on this? Well, we'll 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 vote to adopt the. Actually, why? No, we have to vote on this motion. Why? Because it actually isn't. Why is it a motion? We're just correcting the minutes. Oh, I'm sorry. Because that's what I asked. I asked yeah, if it I was know a motion. Okay. I thought about it, and I'm wondering why. Why we need need to make it a separate motion? Okay. Because what we're doing is correcting it, and we'll we'll have a motion to uh, to adopt the minutes as amended. Okay. Thank you. Uh, so, are you going to make the motion to adopt the minutes as I'll, amended? I'll make a motion to uh, accept the minutes as as adopt as amended. All in favor of Councillor Burr's motion. Now that we've moved through that, thank you. Um, come on in. <laughs> sure, uh, you're Murphy Oil, I assume. And yeah, in fact, you're pretty well right on time. <laughs> Very punctual. Um, so that actually, uh, so Ms. Bench, are there any public hearings? No, there are not. Uh, that then takes us to presentations. And if I could invite Murphy Oil, you're actually number one on our presentation list. So 
if you can come up to the front. We've set up the computer so you you can just slide if you've got a USB stick. Most people come with a PowerPoint, so I'm assuming that you've come with a PowerPoint. <laughs> and then we'll, uh, once you load it up, we'll do introductions. And the media will has access to your, we see your presentation on our screens and the media sees it on the TV screens Perfect. and the gallery. So welcome, and uh, maybe I could just get you to uh, just introduce yourselves, and then we'll go around the table. Certainly. I'm Jenny McDonald. Um, Kelly Bond and Anna have been assisting us along the way and making sure we connect with the right folk. Um, with MMCI, we're consultants to Murphy with respect okay. to the regulatory um, changes that have been happening and how to deal with them, including the stakeholder aspect. Okay, great. This is Brian Beats. He works with MMCI as well. And then the coup d'etat is we brought Murphy. Oh, this is Mr. Craig Murphy Sinclair. himself. <laughs> Not quite. This is Craig Sinclair. Yeah, I'm Craig Sinclair with Murphy Oil. I'm based in Calgary. Okay, and he's great. the project manager for uh, any changes that have been required due to the inquiry results of uh, Decision 005 emissions. Great. It's and maybe we'll start with Councillor Needham and he'll call Needham. Rod Burke, Warren Ford. And this is Miss Alexoff, our executive assistant. And I'm Tom Tarpey, uh, my title's mayor. Can you mention acting CAO this week? <laughs> yes, you're exactly right. Tannen Banky. And Elaine Manzer. Thank nice you. to meet you. Great. So does everybody see the presentation on their screens? Yep. Yep. Perfect. Okay, so our purpose here today in meeting with you is to kind of introduce you to Murphy Oil. Um, we have operations here. Can you hear this? Yeah, please. Uh, yeah, if you just press talk and there should be a red. Yeah, you, you should be good. good. Yeah, okay. you should be good. All right, and we'll provide you with a brief overview of Murphy's uh, Peace River operations. Um, as well, we'll describe both the actions and commitments that Murphy Oil has been uh, arisen from the AR inquiry, the Decision 5 inquiry, several months ago. Uh, we'll seek your advice as well as how to communicate with your constituents going forward, either either be by mail, by radio. Uh, we'd like to hear your input on that for sure. And also, any questions that you have, you can interrupt me at any time or wait till the end. It's up to you. So Murphy Oil, Murphy's uh, an international company. We have operations here in the Peace River area, been in the Seal Lake area since 2004. Uh, we also have operated properties in BC near Dawson Creek. Uh, the Seal Lake and Dawson Creek properties are the uh, only two areas that we operate within Canada. The rest are um, non-op properties, some offshore and some onshore. We also are very active in offshore assets like Malaysia, Gulf of Mexico, uh, we have a large presence at the Eagleford shale, shale area in Texas. Head office is in El Dorado, Arkansas, and uh, we've been in Canada, I think, for over 50 years in some form or another. 
So our current uh, Peace River operations, we have uh, three main areas, Kadok, Cliffdale, and Seal Lake. Uh, Seal Lake has 113 active well pads right now with four central treatment facilities. The Kadok, Cliffdale area is much smaller. It's only 15 well pads total. Uh, we have thermal heavy well production as well. We just started a pilot last year. That's in the Kadot Cliffdale area. Uh, it's been going for about a year and uh, going well so far. Any questions on that slide? Oh yeah, if you can refer to the map, um, the seal area, you'll see all the purple dots. Those are all our wells in the seal area on the right-hand side of the map. And then the top left is the Kadot Cliffdale area, the smaller purple area. And then residents are the uh, red dots. Is that clear on there? Okay. Yeah, and this this map is kind of defined by the AER. There's several areas in there. There's the Seal Lake area. There's the Three Creeks area, which our Kodak Cliffdale resides. The Walrus area is the red cross-hatched kind of four townships right, be right below the uh, Three Creeks area. And then the bottom green one is the Reno area. Now, Murphy currently doesn't have any activities in those bottom two areas right now. Uh, it's mostly just the Kodak, Cliffdale, and Seal area. Questions? Do you have any leases in that area or just... We do. You um, do. You just don't have any active wells? No active okay. wells, yeah. Okay, so our current uh, production in the area, as mentioned before, we have 134 total uh, facilities in the area. Uh, production is dominated by Seal Lake with minor amounts to Kadot and Cliffdale for a total of over 1,500 barrels a day. Raw gas production is about 387 E3M3 total. Now the next column, the internal gas use, uh, 160 E3M3, that's for on-site usage like fuel. Uh, so we do burn a bunch of our, of our gas that we produce. Sales gas, 175 E3M3, uh, that goes to a third-party processor in the area, the Penn West gas plant. So that's sold directly to, to their plant for processing. We flare a small portion, uh, 20 E3M3 per day. And the rest is vented. That's the 33 e cubed M3 per day. And uh, that's, that's the amount that we're trying to reduce uh, as part of our action plan that was just recently submitted to the AER last Friday, October 31st. Questions on that one? So you said you're trying, you're going to try and reduce that to like what would the number be that we would see instead as low of as we possibly can, effectively reduce it to almost zero. It's a combination. Uh, it's a combination of trucking, pipeline. Uh, a portion goes to rail right now. We just started sending some to rail about six months ago. Uh, Reno, I believe. So to touch on our potential future development, I say potential because plans change all the time, but as of right now, we're working on two applications for two thermal facilities in the Peace River area. So one in the Kadot area, uh, 6,500 barrel a day facility, cyclic steam. So it's same technology as what we're using for a thermal pilot right now. And the other one would be Seal Central Thermal, a larger facility, 12,500 barrels a day. Um, 
so the Kadat one is in the top left portion of your map and the seal thermal one is on the bottom right. So both are proposed right now. They, the applications have not been yet submitted to the AER. We're hoping that will happen within the next two quarters. So steam, you need water to make the yes, steam? Yes, we do. Where yeah. does the water come from? Um, we have not uh, made any determination yet as to where we would get the total amount of water from. We're still looking at that. Uh, we haven't made the application yet, so we're still thinking about it. But whatever we submit will meet all the requirements. Sorry, can you just, um, I'm, I kind of didn't make a note here, but what these increases are what, what, what's the difference between what you're doing now and what you're proposing to do in your, in barrels per day, I guess? Well, what we're doing right now, I think is about between three and 4,000 barrels a day. So this will be significantly more than what we're. Total three, three to four. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Oh, actually, go back to that slide, please. Um, we are doing a little bit more um, cold production, so just the uh, no, th no thermal, just, just drilling the wells and pumping them. We'll do a little bit more in the north area. That's the blue area on your map. Um, number of wells to be determined, but it's not really too big of an area of focus for us. Okay. Okay, so Murphy's response to the AER's directions um, since April of this year, uh, the May-June timeframe, we've put in place a series of action plans in, in order to address the new AER requirements, and that's all directly from the Peace River Emissions Inquiry. We also assumed leadership of the Air Quality Working Subcommittee, so a lot of the operating companies are on that subcommittee, and we began working closely with all the residents and other operators to improve the air quality monitoring in the area. July and August timeframe of this year, our communications with the AR were enhanced and the results of the summer's field inspections were addressed. There was two uh, distinct sweeps in the Seal Lake area. Uh, one was in August and one was in July. So we've addressed any issues that were brought up during those sweeps. They're now fully compliant. Also, Murphy also began to enhance its engagement with local stakeholders to better understand and meet the community's needs. So key directions and deliverables. Uh, May 2nd, the AR asked Murphy to submit a plan to move effectively to zero gas venting on by June 15, 2014. Uh, the AR defines venting as the intentional controlled release of uncombusted gas. On June the 2nd, Murphy was also directed by the AR to submit a plan to move effectively to 100% gas conservation by October 31st. And again, the AER defines conservation as the recovery of solution gas for useful purposes, so sales gas, fuel gas, power generation, those would be examples. June 15th, uh, we delivered our proposal to move to current and future operations to effectively zero venting starting in the third quarter of 2015. We submitted that to the AER. So did you meet the October 31st uh, yes. deadline? Yes, Yep. Mm -hmm. Just in time to take my kids to Halloween. It was down to the wire. Uh, so key directions and deliverables. Uh, June 25th, uh, Murphy 
was directed to address additional requests from the AR regarding our initial proposal that was sent on June 15th. So we addressed those. Um, on August 5th, Murphy was directed to tighten its schedule, showing substantial venting reduction by Q2 and full implementation by Q4. Uh, the AR thought we weren't addressing things quick enough, so they wanted to make sure that we start as quickly as we can and that there was a clear end date. So they asked for second quarter of 2015 to get things moving and then uh, full implementation by the end of 2016. Again, the October 31st date, we delivered the plan and uh, we're waiting to hear back from the AR in, in terms of whether they accept it or not, but we're pressing ahead like they're going to accept it. So as part of our action plan submitted on October 31st, um, we'll go through some improvements here. Second quarter 2015, we're going to have uh, vending control and gas conservation programs in place for up to six well pads. The end of 2015, we'll have reduced our net gas venting from 8% overall down to less than 2%, so that's quite a large reduction, 77% reduction. We'll also have improved net gas conservation from 87% to 92%, 38% improvement overall. Now a year later, fourth quarter 2016, uh, we're looking to reduce our net gas venting from 1.9% to 0.6%, so that's a 93% reduction, and improve our gas conservation from 92 to 93%, again a 46% improvement. Beginning of 2017, we're down to pretty small numbers now, only 0.6% venting remaining, and we'll cut that in half to 0.3%. So that's a 96% reduction. And then improve our gas conservation from 93 to 94%. So what we've proposed to the AER is quite significant. Um, we're getting into the high 90s in terms of eliminating venting, which is what we were striving for. Okay, any further questions? So you, you expect to double your... Uh your, your output, I take it, from the numbers I saw, isn't that right? You're going from 1,500 to 3,000 barrels a day. And we'll go even more. Okay. Um, by the time thermal comes online, it'll be larger. Than oh, that. okay. So uh, how, how many more ex employees do you ex are you anticipating having to bring up here? And well, right now, in terms of employees and direct contractors that we employ in the Seal Lake area in Kadok Cliffdale, it's roughly, I'm thinking about 100. It would be significantly, significantly more than that uh, once the two thermal plants come into play. I'm thinking at least double. Okay. We're still working those plans, so it's kind of difficult to say right now. And so how much do you, if you were to put a dollar value to that investment that you're going to make, what, what would that be? Hundreds of millions. Okay, 500 million? Can I put you down for that? No, nope, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> My pay grade is not high enough to make that commitment. Okay. Well, I, I enjoy the information that, uh, I guess, Mike, when you when you live in the town of Peace River, what happens out in the moose pasture, we, we watch somewhat from afar. Mm -hmm. But uh, I do take you back to your map with all the red dots with the residents on it. It would seem to me that that would be a really good 
target audience for your message here. Not that I didn't appreciate your message and enjoy sure. it, but are, are you taking this to the to the red dots on the map? We are. We've started to do that uh, a few weeks ago, and we'll continue to do that over the next sure. few months and beyond. Sure. Yeah. And uh, I'd like to pencil you down for five hundred million as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, brings to mind um, the workers that you anticipate. Um, will they be living in camps? Will they? Some of them actually move to Peace River as residents, or what's the anticipated kind of ratio of that? Well, we anticipate the construction workers will work in a camp, um, but for, in terms of permanent employees, operators, foremen, superintendents, uh, we're looking to hire more local. We've made that move in the last year or so, hiring more local personnel. We used to have quite a few people from Lloydminster, from Edmonton, from a lot of other places, and we're trying to find more and more people from the Peace region. So that's our goal. But we have competing plants in the area, like Shell's got a, a major one coming up, so we're going to be competing to find good local talent. So I have two questions. One, the conservation where you can't hear, what, about 7% under fold, it's probably, what, remote? wells where you can't actually tap into the gas and get it to market effectively so those areas will continue to play? You bet. The other question I have, in terms of, obviously you've hired some staff in Murphy, are they having, how easy time is it them to find spaces, places to live in, Peace River, homes, that kind of stuff? Are, are you, do you get any kind of feedback from your? We yours? do. It's tough. Uh, we've had a couple people recently transfer here in the last six months and they've had a reasonably tough time to try and find a place and I hate to think of what it's going to be like in two or three years. It is a concern. So do you have any suggestions or stuff that we can do at this table to help alleviate that? Or I Build mean, we're, we're not building houses. But. Um, I don't see a lot of apartment type buildings. Um, a lot of the people that we've hired lately have been single and they would consider an apartment rather than a house. So that's one suggestion. And uh, are you you're uh, making the same presentation to the uh, village of Napa? Is that today tonight? We so? did it this afternoon. Oh, did this afternoon. Yeah. And are you at Northern Sunrise County tomorrow then? No, we'll be there on the twenty fifth. Oh, okay. So besides housing opportunities and good jobs, what else are your employees saying that they would, uh, or questions they're asking about Peace River as an enticement? get them to move here? Not much. We haven't polled them with that specific question, so we should do that. We'll ask them. Yep. Any further questions? Well, I'd like to thank you very much for coming and making the presentation. Really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Thank you. If you do have any questions afterwards and you do want to forward them through, we'd be happy to look at them. Great. Mm -hmm. And Anna has your contact information? Yeah, fine. And just send that out to the, to the counselors. Thank you for your time. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. So our next presentation is... Uh, is basically on the uh, facility maintenance work order program. Is that right? Yeah.
Oh, because you're waiting for your uh, for your friend to come. <laughs> It will be, um, it's a conference call. Yeah. Oh, it's a conference believe, call, okay. Yes, okay. and I believe they're expecting it around 7. Okay. That's when they will go to 7. Wow, and we're so far ahead of our schedule now. <laughs> okay, well, with that, let's go to unfinished business, barrier free access. So who's uh, going to manage that for us? No, we wanted an action plan to go with the barrier-free access. There was actually confusion about what was exactly there. So there were these items on there that it was like, what are they actually about? Because if I re recollect properly, Ms. Alexa, correct me if I'm wrong, but you didn't have the podcasts available for those items where they had listed all of them so you dragged some of them out of memory and then there was a question mark well what does this mean so that's not too far off the mark um, as a matter of fact I we have discussed this and I don't have a whole lot of input at this time and I was I would like to ask council if we can table this till the next meeting So, uh, do we have a motion to table this item till next meeting? Councilor Greer? I'll make that motion, Your Worship. Okay. All in favor? Perhaps you, you can touch base with the uh, woman from the Paraplegic Association and get her to uh, put in her recollection as as to what items that they had put forward to us. <coughs> okay. Um, so that takes us to new business. Residential garbage contract. Ms. Adams. So what's happening, it's the request for decision because the current collection, removal, and transportation of solid waste contract is coming to a close on December 31st of this year. So administration would like councils, um, we're looking for input from council on which direction they would like administration to take. And the two options would be to move forward with a new tender or to um, negotiate a one-year extension with our current I th I thought we discussed this already and the direction was to extend it for one year. There wasn't a, my understanding is there was just comments made, there was no way and I was to bring an actual request for decision forward. Okay. That was my understanding. Yeah, it could have been your understanding, but okay. uh, I think there was a consensus that we would actually go. For, I, I don't think we actually took a vote on it, so okay. um, there was seemed to be a uh, consensus developing around the table to ask for a holdover and uh, go for one more year, and that would give us some time to uh, 
to plan in conjunction with the Peace River Waste Management Company uh, a recycling approach. They have uh, some recycling goals, and we'd see if the, we could we could uh, <coughs> integrate the two. So, okay. so any um, comments? Option two here says negotiate a one-year extension. Is that Again, so are we negotiating? Are we having just a holdover of the existing agreement? Yeah, I think our desire would would holdover? be just a holdover, keep it at the same price, and. Uh, um, but the current contract does not allow for an extension. Right now, that there's nothing in the current the contract, so we have there's a clause that have, allows for extensions as long as both parties. They yeah. are in agreement. So if we ask them to hold over at current rates, they might not be in agreement with that, is what you're saying. Right, and both parties have to be in agreement for it to, ex ex to extend one year. Okay, so basically then the option is to negotiate a one-year extension. Yes. Well, yeah, to negotiate a one-year extension at current rates, so I think would be... Absolutely. Okay. Okay, so... I so I'll, I would make a motion then to the floor. Uh, that we accept option two, which is to negotiate a one-year extension at current rates with the Waste Management Canada Corp. to the end of December 31st, 2015. Okay. Yeah. All in favor of the motion? Okay. Great. Thank you. Oh, just one other item. Um, one thing that I've seen other municipalities who have a bag limit, like we currently don't, don't do that, is that something you know, we'd have public works to, to investigate the ramifications of that or, I mean, I don't... Well, I, mean, I think that's why we want the one-year holdover because I think if you do it on a bag limit, you pretty well have to give everyone the same size garbage can. Um, you, there's options around that, like tag a bag and whatever. So there's different... I guess I'd just like to see some direction to administration to start exploring options there. I don't think okay. we, I'm not looking for a short term around, but, you know, I understand, I think Fairview has a, think some sort of bag limit. I know okay. City of Edmonton has that now, or I understand they have. Or so you, do you want to put a motion on the table then? Well, I guess I'd like to hear from Sandy. Is that something that you guys would do, or you'd work with the Waste Management Corporation to look at I guess I'd like to get a sense of what, what it's going to cost the town. What are the, you know. This was actually brought forward a few years ago, the tag-a-bag program, but it was, um, I'm not going to say defeated, but it was not investigated further by okay. Direction right. Council. Well, would, yeah. Okay, go ahead. That would require an amendment to the refuse, uh, the garbage bylaw. Yes. So if, if we went to that, yes. No, I understand that. So, but I guess I'd. Yeah, before we do that, we still need to know what the ramifications that are. So may maybe then I put a motion that you bring forward, the administration bring forward the information provided to the previous council, maybe update it so okay. we can I'm going to stop it. you right there because there was really little or no information brought forward to the previous council. The, uh, CA, the acting CAO at the time suggested that we adopt a two-bag limit, but that was the extent of the information. Oh. So I think you want to... You want to make another motion. Okay, all right. Uh, whether it be investigate the feasibility of implementing a, a bag limit okay. um, within the town of Peace River 
and whether you want to uh, benchmark it against other towns, maybe put those other towns in there. Okay. All right, I'll, I'll put that motion forward then that we have administration investigate uh, implementing a bag limit in the town of Peace River as a means to encouraging more recycling. And that uh, check with, well, the only one I know for sure is doing is Fairview, but uh, Olds does something or other too, I don't know. They get yeah. some sense of. Grimshaw, I think I just read recently was doing They have all something. their own, they have all Right, and Olds, I think, is um, one-week recycle, one-week regular garbage. There's that Olds, Innisfail, three or four towns of that. Okay. So I can bring different scenarios. If you can kind of check around. And yeah. Okay, thank you. So should we just leave it at, investigate the feasibility of adopting a... Uh, Implementing a bag limit in the town of Peace River and just leave it at that. And sure. Allow administration to benchmark it against towns that they think are comparable. Okay. Okay. Any further discussion on that item? Hearing none, I'll call for a vote. All in favor? Passed. That takes us to. Uh, Light up the park. There's an invitation. Um, who is going to lead the discussion on this? This Miss Bench. Okay. So basically, council is asked to re receive this report for information. It's the light up event in the park, which is going to be held on. November 21st, uh, oh, sorry, this is the Festival of Trees. I'm looking at the wrong one. I got it. So this is an invitation to the uh, Light Up the Park event, and uh, the recommendation is for administration. Administration recommends an enabling motion for the mayor or designate to attend the Light Up the Park event on Friday, November 14th at 7 p.m. at Riverfront Park. Okay. Any questions? I was just going to put a motion on the table to enable uh, the mayor and council to attend uh, Light Up the Park on November the 14th. All in favor? I didn't, that wasn't part of the motion. <laughs> so the motion was passed. I attended this uh, this event last year um, as the mayor's alternate and uh, very well attended. Lots of families, lots of kids attended the event. Yeah. And I did you present you, a speech? Of course. You may very well have to do it again this year. I think I'm busy on November 14th. I think everybody else went to AU me. Could be, yeah. Okay, and then uh, uh, Festival of Trees. This is presented for councils for information. It's um, the town is submitting a tree to the Festival of, of Trees as we have done in the past. Uh, this year, the museum. Uh, Staff is leading the project, and they're creating a 
an authentic World War I-themed tree. So they're working on that uh, as we speak, and uh, it will be ready for the auction from uh, November 21st through the 24th at the Bell Centre. So a uh, motion to accept this as information. Councillor Ford, all in favour. So the next item on the agenda is Chamber of Commerce Economic Development Officer Letter. So in this letter, the Chamber of Commerce has uh, uh, wants us to hire an economic development officer. They don't actually go on to say at the They're not, they're not necessarily saying that there'd be one just dedicated to the town of Peace River or that we can't share this economic development officer with the Lac Cardinal, which I understood was the concern initially, was that we would be sharing an economic development officer with, a, with the Lac Cardinal Economic Development Group. So... The letter certainly doesn't state that concern, uh, although I have heard it in person from a number of the chamber members. I still think it is a council decision as to how we hire our EDO. So for when, me, when is the next Chamber of Commerce this Wednesday? Mm, yeah, it would be. Well, the general meeting. The, the next director's meeting uh, for the information of uh, staff, mayor, and council, uh, November 13th at 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh, those agendas are uh, sent out ahead of time, and they can range. Um, it's sort of an open mic session, but I, I, I don't recall this being on the agenda. But uh, um, So director's meeting is the 13th. I can certainly, um, I think I've spoken to this previously, that our preference seems to be um, the regional model. Um, I can take that message again back, but with respect to what's in front of us, I read the first sentence in the second paragraph, and I think it's the letter implies that the town of Peace River hire an economic development officer, but perhaps not as stated as strongly as what's been expressed to me at the meetings that I've attended. Um, I would perhaps suggest we just accept this as information and consider it during all budget deliberations. Are you going to make a motion to that effect? I will. Okay. So uh, for Anna's benefit, do you want to uh, specifically state your motion? She's going old, I, uh, old school here, and she's writing out the notes. That, uh, your your worship and council, my motion would uh, read that uh, uh, the town of Peace River accept the Chamber of Commerce letter dated October the 30th, 2014th regarding an economic development officer as information. All in favor of Councillor Needham's motion? Passed. Uh, we have a library board appo appointment um, requested. 
Well, my question is, why why do these appointments actually come before council? Can the library board not uh, vet these individuals themselves? It's a council committee, therefore council is uh, the one that has to appoint the members. They do go before the library board for consideration, and normally they make a recommendation. So they would see the names first and would vet the applicants. But it's council's responsibility to appoint them to the board. So that begs the question, have we ever refused an appointment? Yes, you have. Oh. Okay. Very well. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was a fait accompli. So uh, we have a, uh, an application from a Julia Sestra de Vries. I'm, I'm, I'm going to uh, apologize on the on the podcast if, to Julia if I have mispronounced her name. Um, but uh, I'll entertain a motion on accepting her to the library board. Sure, Your Worship. I would put a motion on the table to accept administration's recommendation to appoint the candidate Julia Sestra DeVry, DeVries, <laughs> apologies, to the Peace River Municipal Library Board. All in favor? That's passed and uh, accepted. Uh, MD of Peace Development, there's a request for a decision. Uh, Ms. Bench, will you lead us through this one? Or I, I can actually give some background to it. So we, uh, myself, Deputy Mayor Manzer, along with uh, CAO Kelly Bunn, met with uh, Lyle McKen, the CAO of the MD of Peace 135, um, Veronica Liska, their Reeve, and Bob Willing, their Deputy Reeve. And during that discussion, we uh, discussed uh, the joint economic development area. In, in here, they call it the joint benefiting area. Uh, extended that out. There's a section in there that between that area and the airport, that's um, that's not part of this economic development area. So we uh, we asked them to include that area up up to and including the airport. And uh, so they've they they um, they've actually uh, they've actually done that. And that's what this amendment is. So I'm assuming they were amenable to that idea? Yeah. Okay. Uh, in that case, then, I would put a motion on the table, Your Worship, um, as soon as I can get down here, uh, to accept the recommendation uh, to add areas of south the half. south half, sorry, of 32-83-22 west of the 5th and the north half of 29-83-22 west of the 5th to be added to the joint benefiting area as described, or sorry, as identified at Schedule C of the Intermunicipal Cooperation Agreement with the MD of Peace Number 135. Okay. Uh, add discussion? Okay. Uh, hearing none, I'll call for a vote on that. Passed. Okay. Um... 
So we have uh, an item here, Fire Department, Town of Peace River, Surplus Equipment. And I'm assuming this is for the sale of surface, surface equipment. Okay. Mr. Bushy. So we've had some uh, equipment. Here we go. Um, that's uh, basically unused. Um, it's usable, but it's older equipment. Um, we have some breathing apparatus um, that has previously been purchased, been replaced. An old uh, Suburban uh, miscellaneous radio parts, out-of-date bunker gear, some hose. Um, we'd like to uh, declare this surplus and have it donated to uh, an organization called Firefighters Without Borders who take the equipment, they, they do what they need to do, and then they uh, supply it to... Uh, Fire departments in various countries in South America. Okay. Any questions of Mr. Bushy? How does the equipment get to this group? They come with a sea can, load it up at their dime, and uh, transport where they want to send it. Their dime being firefighters without borders? Okay. Does this group uh, also recertify everything to put it back into proper working condition? Um, I don't believe so. I, th I believe they work on a basis of um, they had nothing, now they have something. No, I read that the brochure and one on the website. It sounds like they do a certain amount of training, so I'm mm -hmm. sure that yeah, it's not the training unsafe that they're, they're distributing. So. Yeah. Uh, motion. I'll put a motion on it to uh, enable the fire department to dispose of this uh, surplus equipment to uh, firefighters without borders. All in favor? Thank you. Um, the next item on the agenda is Northern Alberta Water and Wastewater Stakeholder um, meeting slash letter. And uh, I don't know if Ms. Adams is going to speak to this, but uh, I understand you. there was a group that met in Grand Prairie October 7th. Do you, you don't know anything about this, I take it? No, we just Okay. Oh, really? Okay, this is, this is to, nope. Uh, it has a list of people that attended. No one from Peace River attended, but. Dana, uh, Dana did. Dana Langtree oh, was there. okay. Kelly, I remember when we talked about this, Kelly said he was going to try to go, but obviously he didn't make 